Hey, this is Taylor Strickland. I'm one of the pastors at Second Baptist Church West Campus, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message teaches you, inspires you, and strengthens your faith. To learn more about a Second Students ministry, just check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Search Second Students West. Enjoy the podcast. is tithing. Okay, now don't freak out. I know, I know. Okay, don't freak out. The, and I, that's, that was my reaction too. Because I was like, I'm going to be talking to a bunch of teenagers, 6th to 12th graders, who most of them probably don't have a lot of money to their name. And so how, the, how in the world do I talk to them about this? So I struggled with this for a long time. And finally, I was like, okay, I need some help. So I called one of our youth pastors from a different campus, and I was like, are you teaching this weekend? And he said, yes. And I said, I need some help. And he said, okay, well, you're kind of overthinking it. I was like, I don't think I am, you know, because these teenagers, you know, a lot of them don't have jobs, and it's a really hard topic. And he was like, okay, well, what's another word for tithe? Whenever you hear tithe in the church, you usually hear the word offering with it, right? Tithes and offerings. And so he said, Every day, even if you give money or if you don't give money, you offer things to God every single day. We have our time, our energy, our attention, our devotion, and our resources, which doesn't include money. We offer these things to God all the time. And so today we're going to be talking about tithes, yes, but we're also going to be talking about what we offer to God on a daily basis. So like I said, we're going to be in the book of Malachi. A little bit about the book of Malachi So God chose Israel to be his chosen people, right? The people that um, would be the ones to show God's light to the world. And as we know, Israel fell short time after time. You see it in the Old Testament over and over again that Israel constantly fell short. Their worship, the way they worshiped God, it was just something that became a habit to them. Something that they did just to check a box, just to say that they did. Their faith became a routine rather than a relationship. And so Malachi was a prophet. Malachi was a prophet who God chose to call the people of Israel out of this habitual worship. And we're going to see what he said today. So we're going to read a little bit. Malachi 3, we'll start in verse 6. It says, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me? But you, get, but you ask, how are we robbing you? So in verse 6, let's go back to verse 6 on the screen. We see that it says, um, I, the Lord, do not change. Right, so we know that the Lord does not change. He's the same that he is here as he is today. So the Lord has always been chasing after us. The Lord has always been pursuing us and wanting us to come to him. But we are the ones that constantly turn away. We are the ones that mess up. God will always give us his best because that's what he's always done from the beginning. God always gives us his best. And we are the ones that turn away. We give God's our seconds, our thirds, our leftovers, if you will. We turn away from him. We are the ones with the problem. Let's keep reading. Verse 8, it says, Will a mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me? But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that they may be food in my house. 
Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. So today we're going to talk about three things, three ways that we rob God. Three different ways that we rob God. So let's talk about it. Number one, we rob God of his resources. If you are called to be a Christian, you are called, we are called to be Christians, we are called to walk with Jesus and worship him, and part of that is giving back what already belongs to him. Everything that we have, good, bad, everything that we have that is good comes from God. He blesses us with um, resources, and I know that a lot of you probably don't have jobs, but if you do, what a better time to start than now than to start blessing God with what he gives you. The Israelites were robbing God of his earnings. They weren't giving back to God what already belonged to him. And in these verses, it specifically says that curses were the consequence for not tithing to God. And we aren't under law, so praise God, we won't get cursed if we don't follow these commands. But we see that this is something that the Lord takes extremely seriously. He will bless you when you obey him. And I'm not saying that if you um, tithe, if you give back to God, you're going to be rich and have a Lambo and do all these crazy things. That's not what I'm saying. But he will bless you spiritually. He will bless you. um, And he will equip you to do the work that he has called you to do. And a good way to think about it is that our giving furthers his kingdom. When we give, his kingdom is furthered. I want to tell you a story. One time I met this lady. Um, so a little bit about me. I didn't grow up in a, in a Christian household, so tithing was never something I really talked knew about. I didn't know about it until way later when I was in college. I didn't know that was a thing. It was never talked about. And so I was talking to this lady in college, and she was way older than me, and she was kind of a mentor to me. And um, she was pretty well off. She had a great job. She, um, she, was, she was great. She was very um, well off. And so she told me that. She, whenever she was working in her company, she wanted a promotion. She wanted um, to take the next step. Yes, it would give her more money, but she just wanted to be higher up in the company and um, climb the ladder as people in the corporate world do. So she said that she was praying and asking God for this job, and she heard him say to her that, okay, if you want this job, then you need to start tithing what you would if this was your salary before she ever made that salary. So she did that. For months and months, she tithed way more than she would, she should have because she wanted this job. She wanted that higher salary. She tithed what would have been if she had the job. And after months and months of doing this, she was about to give up, and right before she gave up, she got that new job. The Lord blesses when you give back. We give an offering to him not for what we get, but because for what he has done for us. And if you're sitting in this room today, a lot of you I'm looking at, I know that you walk with Jesus, you have a relationship with him, and so you know how um, much he has done for you. And you, I would guess, would want others around you to experience that same joy, that same love that you feel when you walk with Jesus every single day. And the only way that is going to happen is through people being equipped to go out and do that. Tithing is important. It's not something we like to talk about all the time. But we do it so that his kingdom can be, per- can be furthered. A lot of you know Michael Head. He used to work here. And um, he would give his kids money for doing chores. Like, I don't know, like a dollar, two dollars. They were young. So he would give his kids money for doing chores. 
and I would see them every single Sunday, their kids, they would give pennies in the offering bucket because he was teaching them that it is important to give back to the church. I know some of you work at, I don't know, H-E-B or yogurt places or wherever you work. What a better time to start than right now to instilling that into your life. And it will be a blessing to you when you do it. The second thing, we're going to look in Malachi chapter 1. Where let's read 7 and 8. It says, by offering defiled food on my altar. But you ask, how have we defiled you? By saying that the Lord's table is contemptible. When you offer blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you, says the Lord Almighty. Okay, so he, in the Old Testament, you know they would um, give sacrifice, animal sacrifices to the Lord. And so here, they are sacrificing animals, but they are sacrificing the blind ones. They are sacrificing the ones that um, are not the best. When God, God calls them to sacrifice the best for him. And the people here, these Israelites, they got lazy with their sacrifices. Instead of bringing the best animal to be sacrificed, they were bringing the blind ones, the limp ones, the limp ones, the diseased ones, and they were offering that to the Lord. And so I know we don't do sacrifices today, obviously, but think about every day. What are you offering to God? Do you pray just at the end of the day, right before you're about to fall asleep, and you fall asleep mid-prayer? Because that happens to me a lot of the time. What are you offering to God every day? Are you putting more in your extracurricular activities than you are talking and building your relationship with the God, with God. What are you offering him? Are you offering him your seconds? Are you offering, offering him your thirds? Are you offering him not your best every single day? What are you offering him? So these people, they were offering him the not the best. And I want to ch challenge you to think this, think about this morning, what are you offering him? Are you offering him your best every single day? So that was the second thing. Are you robbing God with half sacrifices? The third thing, are you robbing God of his honor? Let's look at Malachi chapter 2, verse 1. It says, and now you priests, this warning is for you. If you do not listen, and if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse on you, and I will curse <clears throat> your blessings. Yes, I've already cursed them because you have not resolved to honor me. So the priests here in Malachi, Malachi is calling out the priests because the priests were not honoring God. This is the hardest one for me because we want to be successful, right? If I asked every single one of you, do you want to be successful in life? You would all say yes, right? You want to be successful. You want to... Um, people to notice you. You want to have attention. You want awards and you want achievements that you get at school and in sports. And I'm not saying that any of that stuff is bad. Hear me. All of that is great. But so often it's so easy to put all of those things above God. When we place those things on a pedestal, you know, like how when people get like first, second, and third place, they, the first is on the highest and second is medium and the third is the lowest, right? Those are achievements, our successes. They can be on the top pedestal and all of a sudden God becomes on the third or second or third pedestal. Are you robbing God of his honor? Because if you're honest with yourself, everything good that you do is not because of you. It is because God has equipped you to do that. 
right? You yourself couldn't do anything good apart from God, but God equips you to do those good things. Look at this verse. It's Isaiah 43, 7. It says, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. We were created for his glory. And that sounds like God is, that sounds like kind of selfish of God, right? Like, how, well, he wants all the glory. Why can't anyone recognize me? Why can't anyone know me? But the reality is that when we honor God, when he is the highest, that is really what is best for us. Are you robbing God of his resources? Are you robbing God by giving him half sacrifices, by not giving him your all? And are you robbing God of his glory? You see, when we rob God, when we take these things from him that already belong to him, when we take things from him, we are really robbing ourselves. We are really robbing ourselves when we try to take these from him, take these things from him. Because when we give it all to him, that is when we know, that is when we find our purpose. Last verse, Matthew 16, 25. It says, whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Whoever loses their life for me will find it. And so we're offering things to God every day, like I talked about. Your time, resources, attention, devotion, honor. What are you giving him? I want to challenge you today. What are you giving him? Think about it. Maybe you're not giving him your best, and that's okay. But try to make a change. Try to start your knees by offering your whole life to him every single morning when you wake up. Say, God, this day is yours. Whatever you would have me to do, I will do it. Think about what you are offering him. Because when we rob God, we are robbing ourselves. 